This is the ZMAR Podcast. Elite Benefits of America helps small and mid-sized companies with their health insurance programs. And now, your host, Butch ZMAR. Welcome back to the ZMAR Podcast. We have lots of information for employers, both small and large. And today I asked Tim Tillerson to join us and talk about enrollment platforms and, and what employers are facing today. And then what, what are we looking at in the future? Sims, thank you so much for taking the time this morning and uh, being on the podcast. Yeah, Butch, thanks so much for having me, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Can you uh, give our audience a little bit of background on who Sims is and uh, who you are and what you do in the marketplace? Yeah, absolutely. So... Day job is the least interesting part. Uh, I lead sales in the Southeast for a benefits enrollment firm called EOI. Moonlight as a gigging musician, recording artist, uh, and worship pastor on the weekends. I've got a wife named Brianne who's also in the biz. Three-month-old son named Jack and a puppy named Doc Holiday. That's awesome. A little highlight of everywhere in your entire life. Uh, so, so I, obviously things have definitely changed since COVID and prior to COVID, I know employers were running the challenges. We had clients that large enough employers that still want to do PDFs. They were still doing things mm-hmm. old school. And so have you seen COVID make a transition for some of these employers when it comes to open enrollments? I absolutely have. And I think, you know, Butch, you're in the, you're in the industry. We're one of the slowest industries to adapt, <laughs> so right? True. So Um, I always tell the story. It was early 2020. I worked with a 700 life employer and they were still pushing paper and it was like pulling teeth to get them on a system. But I think what we're seeing now is everything is just accelerated through COVID. Now Mm -hmm. a 50 life employer can have employees in 40 states and they can't do paper anymore. Right. So they are out of necessity moving towards more electronic more advanced solutions. So, and and along with that, with some expansions in, in advanced technology, now a lot of employers have adapted to the work on remote uh, concept, mm-hmm. right? And so how do you do open enrollments when uh, they're working from their house? Yeah, absolutely. It's a great question. So a lot of people talked about the buzz term was meet employees where they are when COVID started. Uh, And what I like to say now is meet employees where they want to be met. So something like 86% of employees want to work from home at least one day per week. But we can't assume that everybody wants to be remote forever and that everybody wants to get text messages and email blasts. So the key to reaching employees today is being flexible and having quite a few options at your disposal to reach employees where they want to be met. Because you, Butch, you may you may want to get a paper benefit booklet in the mail to read at your house, even though you work remote. You probably don't, but you know what I mean. Yeah, there's some people that do uh, want paper form. And people out call us, our office, and say, hey, can I get a booklet sent out to my house with all <laughs> yeah. my providers that I have access to? And I'm like, booklets haven't really been sent out in years. <laughs> right, right. And, and obviously, it, it's created a, uh, a learning curve for some of the workforce. And so yeah. um, has have employers and then also the employees have um, challenges with these onboarding programs being online and electronic. Yeah, I mean, I think it's been a learning experience for everyone, even providers of some of these solutions, right? So some of the interesting things that I've seen folks do is create video trainings to help people walk through um, kind of like 
quick start guides that you could download that are step by step of how do I log into, you know, an employee navigator, for instance. And then the last piece is we kind of danced around it with the the benefit booklet deal, but some people still want an old school human touch. So um, there are there are folks. HR professionals uh, and outsourcers alike who will walk, you know, walk people through on a phone call to get them really familiar with using a new system or a new process. Now, with a lot of things being more remote, do you feel like there's more or less engagement with employees during the process of electing benefits uh, using the technology platform? I think there's more engagement now, believe it or not. Um, and it's because you know, our, our work lives have changed. I still work between, you know, eight and six or whatever every day, but I'm kind of all over the place, balancing family, balancing life. And most people are doing that as well. And with that, you know, most enrollment firms, tech providers have adapted. So like our enrollers, for instance, and this is not unique to us, mm-hmm. are available after traditional work hours and on the weekends. So employees now have the ability to be more engaged because their HR teams and their benefits partners are being more flexible with them. Do you feel that when explaining, your, because your enrollment team actually walks them through the benefit package, is that yeah. correct? And so with a, even though we have virtual platforms now, right? So you could do Zoom meetings with a presentation uh, or a video how are employees taking that concept of understanding the benefits in the enrollment platform and then explaining the benefits on your behalf? Uh, and how's that process looking and how are the employees taking it? Yeah. So, I mean, I think that we're, we're still seeing that quite a few employees want to get on a phone or on a Zoom mm-hmm. like we're on mm-hmm. right now and walk through together. But there are all kinds of amazing products out there today um, that are, you know, decision support tools that can be bolted on to a, you know, any bin admin platform and they actually walk through if an employee doesn't want to talk to somebody on my mm-hmm. team or to you or to their yeah, broker, right. whoever, they can walk mm-hmm. through at their own pace. So there are just so many great options for employees today to be able to understand in the way that they like to learn. How is the relationship working with the broker and the enrollment platform? So in the regards of the connection with the employer and the employees, is it kind of like a handoff from the broker to you guys for the enrollment process or are you guys tag team with the agency that's um, uh, the benefit broker? Yeah, that's a great question. So we prefer to be an extension, so to speak, of the broker broker and HR team. Um, There are certainly situations where folks say, hey, I don't want to deal with that. This is Mm -hmm. your, you know, your circus, Mm -hmm. you have fun. Um, But that's not the preferred method for us to reach employees the right way. We need a clean partnership with the employer and with the broker so that we can all work together to accomplish the goals we have. What are the, uh, give me some, I guess, pros and cons of um, an agency or a broker instead of trying to build the enrollment team in house, mm-hmm. we're, out, we're outsourcing it, right? That's essentially what we're doing by working with a guy like Sims, right? And so, yeah. um, and, and, and there's pros and cons um, with that, I guess. Can you walk us through what are the, uh, really, what are the advantages of outsourcing versus actually bringing yeah. it in house? Yeah. So I'll try to keep this part brief. The, I mean, really, the pros are, you know, one, you, you work with an expert, right? Mm-hmm. So all we do is enrollment and communication and education all day mm-hmm. with groups all over the country. So we're the experts there. That's a benefit. Second benefit is all of, you know, all of our benefit counselors are salaried W-2 employees. And if an agency, you, anybody tries to mimic that, it's very cost prohibitive. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so another pro working for uh, working with us is that you get the cost savings there. The con is that you lose control, at least mm-hmm. to an extent. You know, mm-hmm. you can work with us. We can put together scripts for our benefit counselors, and we can do trainings. But at the end of the day. There, you know, there are people and you have to have some level of trust to let us do, you know, do our job, so to speak. And that can be difficult for people, um, which I understand because uh, the two of us know this all too well. But we, you know, we claw and fight to get to get our clients and to keep yes. them. And mm-hmm. you don't you don't want to put uh, that client's fate in someone else's hands sometimes. Hey, gang. Ever wonder what it's like to be a small business owner? It's confusing. Weird expenses coming out of nowhere. And when you throw in health insurance, forget it. Nobody understands how that works. If you own a business, big or small, it's one of the biggest expenses you have all year long. And yet, we all wait until open enrollment at the end of the year. And then we think to ourselves, next year, next year I'll get a jump on it. And then it's another year of paying way too much. If you're a business owner, big or small, HR representative that wants to impress the boss, give Butch Zemar of Elite Benefits of America a call. Save yourself or your boss thousands or even tens of thousands of dollars a year. Reach out to Butch right now, 708-535-3006, or shoot him an email, butch at elitebenefits.net. And be sure to check out the Zemar podcast, don't wait till the last minute. Put Butch Zemar to work for you now. You started off that uh, saying that we are one of the last industries to change for just about everything, but that also includes of giving up some of that control because there was a period of time, a lot of industries where the the company selling the product or service had uh, controlled the entire process. Yeah. Where, where, and you also rebuttaled that by saying that instead of, you know, it's where the employees want to be met, right? And so it's more, and now it's the the paradigm has shifted um, in a lot of ways. This is not your first rodeo. Uh, you've been in the industry for some time. From a high level, I guess, what are some things that employers should look out for with an enrollment team? Because obviously you've been in a couple spots that have these uh, enrollments and education and engagement, communication. And so I guess, what are some of the things employers should be looking for? Yeah, so I think that, you know, paramount to, a good partnership with an enrollment team is you got to look at at every opportunity like a project. So we got to have goals for what we're doing. You know, engaging employees is great mm-hmm. uh, and educating them is great. But why are we doing it? Um, do you have a retention problem? Do you have a recruiting problem? Are you spending way too much money on your PPO plan and you need to shift employees to a high deductible plan and you want to pay for some voluntary benefits to round out their coverage? So I think that's the key. And then something else to look out for that I've just seen rampant in the industry growing up in VB is you got to be cognizant of who you're partnering with um, and understand what their motivations are mm-hmm. and what they what they stand to gain from winning your business. So, you know, there are there are a lot of folks that have transitioned to fee-based consulting on the enrollment side or just salaried benefit counselors. And I think that's a great trend mm-hmm. because we can guarantee, hey, these these enrollers just want to educate your people because they get paid no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are the, you know, there are the folks that come out there and they're just making commission and there's there's good to be said for that and there's bad to be said for that but it's just important to know what you're dealing with yeah definitely i always encourage ask enough questions so you know what's going on you have a good feel of how the process works and and you can make better decisions that way 
you know, having a lot of faith in one thing uh, could work at times, but you definitely have to uh, do a little bit more due diligence on it. And what are you seeing as we move forward? Where where I would, you know, there's part of me that feels that we um, COVID's in the rearview mirrors, uh, even though there's there's a, always a new variant that yeah. seems to be popping up. But but besides that, you know, as we move forward, what do you see in the future? Uh, and maybe some changes that are coming. Maybe some things are already in the pipe, and maybe some things that from the world of Sims. Uh, you know, what, what you see going, coming up for employers. Yeah, absolutely. So I think, I think, yeah, you're right. We're, we're trying to put COVID in the rear view mirror for better, or for worse. Um, but it's left us with some last lasting changes, you know, two, three years ago in the enrollment business, everyone was committed to, Hey, we're going to meet one-on-one face-to-face with everybody, no matter what. And we're just seeing that, you know, while there are certainly folks that that like that, we're never going to go back to the way things were. So I think that flexibility is going to remain a trend mm-hmm. um, and digital adoption is, is going to be really important. So one of the trends that I'm seeing right now is where communication used to be, hey, let's get let's hit people with flyers and home mailers and emails for three months before open enrollment. We'll talk about benefits and then we'll all go on our merry way employers are having to get creative with with how they reach their employees and it's you know are we creating a year-round kind of communication plan to encourage but you need to go get your dental cleaning in january or you need to go do your well checkup in march to make sure you get your um your health screening riders paid out on all your vb products or whatever it may be and then the other piece there is getting creative with you know, how you show the value of benefits. Mm-hmm. We're seeing a lot of employers today use total reward statements when in their recruitment efforts, rather than relying on like a standard offer letter, just to sweeten the pot and to say, hey, we pay for this fantastic benefits package, but it doesn't mean anything if you don't know about it and you don't know the value of it, right? Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, to summarize that again would be, remain focused on flexibility. So the willingness to meet employees where they want to be met, creativity in reaching your current employee base and creativity in reaching prospective employees that you're looking to hire. And you brought up a good point. Uh, What are some technology points that you're using for the employer on their behalf to engage and uh, communicate with the employees throughout the year? What are some formats that are being used? Yeah. So right now we're primarily using, we use a ton of text messaging. I think we Mm -hmm. sent 1.2 million text messages last year. Mm -hmm. It's kind of out of this world um, for, for our industry. We still do a lot of emailing, but we're focused on creating really nice experiences. So it's not some two page long email for an employee Mm -hmm. to read. Mm -hmm. And we leverage things like microsites um, and, just landing pages so employees can see their benefits anytime they want to. Um, and the kind of communication plan I alluded to earlier, Butch, we're trying to be really, really intentional with how we reach employees because we don't want to have to start over from scratch at every open mm-hmm. enrollment. We mm-hmm. want employees to be engaged and actually use their benefits if they're paying for them. For sure. And, and so um, with all those text messages, some people look, uh, listen to this saying, well, you know, I don't want to bombard all these employees. And so uh, I assume the text messages are short. And then I, I guess mm-hmm. on average, how many how many text messages does one employee actually receive throughout the year? 
Yeah. So an employee is not going to receive more than like 12 text messages throughout the year. Um, likely, you know, one a month mm. on the high end. Mm. Um, we may ramp that up for open enrollment. But yeah, they're really, really short. They're not novellas. They're more like, hey, Butch, here are the benefits that are available. Click this link to visit your microsite, schedule mm-hmm. a one-on-one call. Um, so again, the goal is just at the end of the day to get people to look at their benefits and use them. And we're just having to be creative with how we get people to do that. Yeah. And it sounds like I know from a, you know, just a benefits agency standpoint, um, the technology of using those communications tool on uh, tools are very minimum, uh, if at all. And so obviously partnering with companies that are already using utilizing the tool, that's a savings in itself. I don't want yeah. to pay for the platform. Obviously there's some revenue share and, and some other cost arrangements, but uh, usually dealt with the broker uh, versus the employer in most cases, but it definitely it's worthwhile looking at as we wrap things up here, you had mentioned that you do these side gigs uh, on the nights and the weekends. And I tell you, every time you've said that, it reminds me of that book. Um, I think it's Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. When he mm-hmm. talks about the Beatles and uh, they they did something like 1300 shows before they ever made an album. And uh, so so how, how are these gigs going? And then uh, maybe we, we see you on the mainstream uh, uh, one day. Yeah, so uh, I've definitely slowed down since <laughs> since having my kid. Um, play, you know, I play every weekend at church, which is a nice way to scratch the itch. And then Mm -hmm. mostly today I sit in with other bands on guitar, Mm -hmm. on keyboard. So still releasing and recording music on Apple music, Spotify, all that good stuff, Mm -hmm. but I'm not doing a ton of gigging for my own stuff these days to keep, keep the wife happy. Yeah, no, I, life takes its toll. I, I was a big scuba diver until the kids started getting old enough. And then, uh, that kind of just slowly um, took it. I, you know, I always saw other people do it and I'm like, that'll never happen to me. And uh, I probably lasted longer <laughs> than most, but, uh, but it definitely, the schedule just gets too full and you just can't do it. And there's other commitments that come in the way you had mentioned about the Apple and Spotify music. Right. And so I, I'm assuming you can listen to your own music on there. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So hopefully uh, you have some success doing that. Obviously playing in a church is probably um, definitely fulfilling in a spiritual way. And then of course we got to get Jack a writing number and start writing some business out there. Right. And so start contributing right. to, the, uh, to the household. And so, um, but this has definitely been great. If somebody wanted to get in touch with you, I, I, my understanding is you work uh, almost exclusively through brokers, but employers could reach out. You could always find a broker uh, relationship to work with, but I guess if somebody needed to reach out to you and expand this conversation a little bit further or a- ask any questions based on what we talked about, how do they get in touch with you? Yeah. So the easiest way to get to me, Butch, I spend way too much time on LinkedIn. So you can always reach me there. Um, and if you prefer to call text or email me, my contact information is on my LinkedIn as well. We'll probably end up going to Spotify and Apple music and download some music, but uh, <laughs> this is great. I, and I look forward to maybe having you back on and uh, maybe even having a panel with some uh, the enrollment specialists because employers uh, need to move out of the dark ages and same with benefit brokers and uh, move into the new age. And so teams like yours uh, definitely helps um, everybody move into the right direction. So this has been great. Maybe we'll have it back on. Yeah, Butch, thanks so much for having me. Would love to be back on anytime. time.